black and powerful, yes I am. Black and powerful, yes I am. Black and white world like Jefferson's. Black and white world, the rifleman. Black and white world, Batman. Black and white world, Pat Masterson. Black and white world, black and white world, black and powerful, yes I am. Hello world, I know I love me. I hope you hear me before you judge me. Hope you know me before you trust me and see my beauties before my. Welcome, welcome. This is Assembly King Podcast, and this is your boy Rodney Perry King himself. And you just tuned into this, the Soulfully Conscious Podcast for Humans Simply Being Humans. And the human that I have in the stewed or the not my own domicile today, um, actually at his crib, is Kendall Greer. And I know you're asking, who is Kendall Greer? Why should I interview him? Well, he's a, a, a associate that became friend and coincidentally... Um, had a lot of different conversations with him. Had a lot of time to spend with him just, you know, shooting the breeze, kicking and shit. And um, one day, like, we was just at work. He was like, bro, I think he made it meant to, you know, very jokingly. Like, when you gonna have me on? And I'm like, all right, I've already thought of a whole ass episode for you. So if you want to do this, then it's, it's, it's that easy. It's just all about me creating an angle to talk because I can talk to anyone and I feel like everyone's story definitely you know is very relatable to some degree now I know you're asking what is that special thing about Kendall Grid that we're going to talk about today today we are talking about blackness yes blackness one thing that I love so much is blackness for sure and I definitely wonder why do I want to speak to this with Kendall Grid stay tuned and you will find out for sure how you feeling bro feeling good Feeling good? How about you? I'm feeling great. I'm feeling great. Thanks for, uh, you know, welcoming me into your crib so we can do this, so we can do this thing. And uh, essentially, I want to know, I'm going to ask you a few questions, right? So, you... Y'all right now? We're going right now? What question? Let's do it. <laughs> so... Would you say that you are um, an athletic in- individual? I am an athletic individual. Would you say that you um, have some sense of like charm, charisma? People seem, you know, you're very likable and people seem to like you. Yeah, I'd say so. Okay. Hope so, for sure. Okay. Okay. Um, do you think that you have that quality of kind of, you know, always trying to find, you know, the good in people, seeing, you know, seeing things for, you know, as a positive thing? Yeah, I always see the good in people and look for the good in people. Okay. Sometimes to a fault. I see that in you as well. And I'm gonna tell you why I say I'm gonna tell you why I say all of this. Why I'm asking you these kind of questions first. Cause when I was like thinking, I'm like, oh, let me go back to the drawing board. Let me not, you know, uh just whip up something just to, you know, just to do it and do be half assed with this episode. So what I decided to do was, okay, I'm gonna go on. I'm going to just go home, pull up the TV, watch something. And what I watched actually gave me my whole inspiration of what it is you. Because you reminded me. He reminded me of you. What was it? Don't get offended. It's good. (laughs) Because I'm going to explain why. But uh, I was watching the OJ Made in America documentary. Uh, Okay. And what was funny to me was... How they said he was charismatic, he was he was this, he was that, he was blah, 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 blah. But it was 
the whole other side, of course, which is nothing of your character, but it was just that. That was like, damn, this sound like Kendall. And so he made me just start writing. Like, let me just build a whole episode off of this. I'm gonna talk about black, cause I'm gonna come up with this. I'm gonna talk about that. I'm gonna talk about this, talk about that, talk about this, talk about that. Because I feel like the one thing that he had on him was this sense of, he doesn't know he wasn't aware of what his full identity that he actually like had. Okay. And that was his like big thing. So I'm like, damn, I don't think that's you. And that's why we're here speaking on this because I feel like so many people deal with that exact same issue. Yeah. Uh-huh. So tell me and tell the people who are listening like how you came up. Like where you were you from? What was your kind of like inspiration scene growing up? All that. Uh, I was born on the south side of Chicago, spent over half of my life there um, raised very southern mm-hmm. uh, traditional parents mm-hmm. uh, we moved out to the suburbs when I was in high school inspiration I wanted to be I just thought about this actually mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think about it a lot but I wanted to be just like my brother my oldest my older brother mm-hmm. um, he's there's six or seven years between us and that was pretty much my inspiration until I got maybe to a teenager, that's when I pretty much get got to be myself, mm. to be an individual. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, moved out to the suburbs, and that's where that's where I came up. Suburbs. Mm. So, one thing that I want to point out first, in you know, in the, in the beginning of this podcast, is I feel that a lot of a lot of black people are expected to be one way. Right. Blackness is seen as a monolith in so many different ways, and we all know that that's not the case. Mm-hmm. That it's not that way. You're a black man who who loves country music, who loves these you know certain types of things that you don't find too many people loving. And of course, even me finds it comical at times, but that's truly you. Yeah. It ain't like you putting on any front. It ain't like you're trying to do anything that's not what you feel like this is what you, you know, this is really what you give a damn about. And I, I want to know first is how do you, I guess, have you, what have you noticed about that experience when it comes to people treating you that way and how does it make you feel? When people treat me, what kind of way specifically? Is specifically, uh, almost coming at your blackness in any way, shape, or form. Oh, okay. Uh, that actually, believe it or not, only happens at work, mm-hmm. at truck club. Mm-hmm. Uh, I pretty much just brush it off because I know nobody means to offend me. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I, I do understand that people are wanting me to be a certain way. And that's not, that is not who I am, you know, mm-hmm. not going to be me. So I just brush it off, really laugh with you about it, mm-hmm. making fun of the music I'm listening to. Mm-hmm. I laugh with you about it, um, but I never really let it get to me. Because mm-hmm. uh, like you said, um, it's, it's me, you know, it is just me. For sure. For sure. That's, that's kind of how I feel. I just let it, just let it roll. Um, I do want to know. So... Uh, there's several connotations that come with a person that isn't this quote-unquote traditional type of like black man like quote-unquote they're assumed not to be woke or conscious or give a damn uh, about kind of certain things that are going on and me knowing you personally I know you're you know you're you're a proud American man you definitely you know believe in like equality within the world and all these great fun things but the common connotation is that 
when you kind of, uh, I guess, aren't around these very, very, you know, Afrocentric type of things that you may can lose your way mm-hmm. or be slighted towards the other way or forever on the other side or trying to see both, trying to see both sides in moments where it's not a both sided type of thing. It's like, nah, it's just, it's fucked up on one side yeah. type of thing. How, I guess I want to know kind of like, and I feel like I, you know, can probably assume kind of like what your stance is. But when it comes to kind of like the political times that we're living in where, you know, there's other people and people that look just like us going through things, what is a person like yourself's opinion? Because the usual consensus is that someone who isn't this quote unquote fucking, you know, Malcolm X ass dude Mm -hmm. don't give a damn about anybody but themselves. Okay. No, I definitely care about it. I'm aware of it all. Mm -hmm. Um, I pretty much have the same stance on political things uh, no matter what the race of mm-hmm. the people are the people that are complaining or the people that feel oppressed whatever the case is mm-hmm. and that is I don't believe in violent um, protests that's the only thing mm-hmm. um, when it becomes violent that's when I'm just turned off and mm-hmm. I, don't, I will say I don't care because I don't think at that point, I think we were talking about this earlier uh, with the Kaepernick type stuff. Yep. I think that there is definitely a wrong way to go about things. And there are many good ways. And when it becomes violent is the only time I'm like, all right, I don't really give up. Can I, can I swear on this? Yes, you can yeah, swear I, on this. I don't give a fuck about it, you know? I remember our conversation about that. And I remember you saying... That you just didn't like it made you feel some type of way and just because of you know everyone who's listening isn't wasn't there to hear that conversation do you remember like take yourself back to that time when you first seen colin kaepernick uh sit down with you because i did i did find it uh interesting your point of view and when i was like you know just essentially kind of talking to you about it uh i was trying to get you to see it from his standpoint of why he does it while he's doing it and why people around him are, you know, supporting him. But share to the people, what was your initial reaction to all that? Um, I thought it was disrespectful mm-hmm. to the country. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought it was disrespectful to everyone who stands for equality and all mm-hmm. the people who have fought for us to mm-hmm. be free and equal. Like, my roommate, for instance, I think he even brought Jacob up. Mm-hmm. I just thought it was rude because, I mean, it's America, and I think that you should always respect the flag, the national anthem, and respect your country. Mm-hmm. So I thought it was just a blatant act of disrespect, and I said to you that there's another way to go about it. Mm-hmm. And I think I kept saying that there's another way to do it, there's another way to go about it. And I thought he was bringing negative... Uh, I thought he was bringing negative. Oh, good, good. Oh, okay. Was, right. no, 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 no. Yeah, I thought he was bringing negative views to the the cause that he was trying to promote. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I just kept saying, "There's a better way to do it. There's a better way to do it." It's turning me off because mm-hmm. I can only imagine all the other people that are being turned off by this. You know. So instead of what what was this thing again? What was it? What, what did, who did it start with? Uh. Like, who was it that got, someone got, like, killed by a cop? Which person was that? It was a lot of people. Right, but there was just one specific person. I think it was Mike Brown. Yeah. 
Well, after like after that's what like made him want to do that. That's what you're right. Saying? Yeah. Yeah. So and I told I told you instead of people you know learning about Mike Brown or whatever happened to him and getting their own viewpoint turned into all right. Well, what's oh. Colin Kaepernick doing? Oh, charge. You know what I'm saying? That's cool. And that's what turned me off. Mm -hmm. All that. Um. I will say uh, my opinion on the whole thing was essentially, uh, and just to be brief, I personally didn't see anything wrong with it, but I personally never never see myself as a patriotic individual either. Um, really just because of my vantage point when it came to me living in the South and just certain things that I've like read, learned, and seen for myself. It's hard for me to like, buy into everything American sometimes mm -hmm. just because there's so many there's so many fucked up things and I know a lot of people like you know will come and say well Rodney you know without you can't you gotta look past the fucked up and just be kind of a part of the group that's a part of you know just the, the general idea of what America is and for me it's hard because it's kind of like yeah but we ain't even a part of general ideas that can help everyone else and I think that's what fucks me up. It's like, so we can all in unison root for the Cubs. Right. But we can't all in unison say Black Lives Matter. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what, like, makes me, like, conflicted when it comes to just anything that happens, you know, from this kind of, like, American patriotic ideal. Like, we need to be this way. We need to be that way. We need to be, you know, all pomp and circumstance and respect the flag and whatever, whatever. But... From a standpoint of mine, just being a black dude from the South who never really experienced or ever had to be in a situation where I had to represent the, the world or see the bigger picture of America in that way, mm -hmm. I don't see it. And so I think that was an interesting thing. But my next point is um, just keeping it, keeping it going with these connotations. Yeah, sorry. No, go ahead. Oh, yeah, sorry, no. no I uh, took it there. But to keep going with the uh, different um, connotations is I definitely want to kind of, you know, make it all the way plain is when it comes to this whole thing, what do you feel about this whole phrase of being like this whitewashed, like black man? Like how do how do like terms like that and when people try to come at you like that, if it's been, you know, people at work or if it's been, you know, people just in the past, friends around you who might have, you know, kind of just jokingly said it whatever whatever when that happens what do you think about that do you do you ever has it ever created a complex for yourself or what is has it ever affected you in any way no it never affects me i just think it's rude depending on who it's coming from mm -hmm. so if it's someone who does not know me that's probably the only time i'm like all right well you know shut the fuck up because it's rude mm -hmm. i'd say mm -hmm. never comment on someone's character but i've never uh, i've never felt like I needed to change. Mm -hmm. Never ever. Mm -hmm. And especially not from the words of someone else. That's real shit. That's real shit though. That's real shit. And I applaud you for that. Like I definitely, um, I think a lot of qualities that you possess are qualities that, uh, <laughs> that's funny. What's up? What's up, Jay? And, um, I'm on, I'm on, Insta live, by the way, for everyone who's listening. Um, no, but no, like people are watching you right now. Yeah, people watching. And um, <laughs> um, you, you goofy. I told you this. 
But to get to my point, Insta Live is though. You don't know what Insta Live is? No. It's fine. I'll show it to you on your actual phone. Everyone has it now. If you have an Instagram app. But to to keep keep with my point, y'all see we 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 hang together too much, right? So like <laughs> it's like just going, I just we all off the cuff with it. My bad. No, nah, you all good. You all good. But no, I do find I do when I was like writing this st- stuff down and kind of like thinking about just the person that she was and the angle that I could take, which is you know kind of bring you in and having a conversation with you. I find it found it interesting that you have a lot of qualities that a lot of people kind of maybe aspire to have like you look for the good in people you're patriotic mm-hmm. you know you have an amicable amicable uh, personality all these different things but it's hard to be that way when you live in a culture where it's kind of like everything is always black and white right and what do you how do you feel about like that dynamic that's in the world like you always kind of like damn like why does it always have to be black and white do you have that stance or you just kind of like some things are fucked up for certain people. Uh, yeah, I do. Uh, of course, some things are fucked up, but everything is not always black and white for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like to. In fact, I don't even really see. I was talking to Smitha. Can I name drop on here too? I mean, do you do? I was talking to Smitha the other day about how long it took me to actually know Orlando yet. and mm-hmm. I said that. I mean, sure. Going looking back at it, I could have assumed it right away. But yeah. I never really see, you know, things like religion or sexuality or color mm-hmm. until it's really just like that was a question. That was a question I had for you too. Oh really? Yep. Go ahead. Yeah, I never really see. I just take a person for who they are. For mm-hmm. me, the black and white is: do I, I like you or I don't? Mm-hmm. You know, that's all. That's all I see as far as black and white goes. So, do you think you you think you don't see color at all? Hmm. I definitely see color. I don't think that it matters to me. Mm-hmm. Really, uh, I don't think it matters in the way I treat others or the way I speak to and with others. Does that make sense? Um, yeah, it does. It does. It does. Somebody, somebody want to ask you a question? Evidently, I'm with that. And it says it's from my bro uh, Stretch. The cool at the cool is dead. Follow him at the cool is dead. And that's underscores. In between all those words and he says how does he as a black man take action against the inequalities of people that look like him or is it just the way it is it's a deep question right stretch well then uh how do i take action i don't i probably probably don't take action right that's like i don't really get it can you break that one down for me um i would assume that I think he, because I think he probably like understands kind of like the whole connotations that come along with it is when people kind of perceive you as this guy, mm-hmm. perceive you as like this type of, you know, this type of black guy. They automatically throw things on you, just like they perceive things about me. You got locks, so you must smoke, you must do this, you must do that. When in actuality, I'm none of those things. Mm-hmm. When it comes to you being a man that's perceived as oh he likes country music and he uh like he went to this all-white school and like a lot of he has a lot of white friends and he you know he has a real kind of like rainbow coalition of friends and whatever 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 does he actually kind of like understand and know what's going on is he even like trying to like see about it and do something about it contribute to you know some type of change you know that's funny yeah that's funny i think that 
just in the way that I carry myself. I like to, I mean, just to keep this going, I like to make others feel like it's okay to, you know, listen to country music, dress however you want to dress, hang out with whoever you want to hang out with. For sure. You know what I'm saying? For sure. So just, I'm a, I'm definitely a lead by example kind of fellow. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to be the one that's going to verbalize a whole bunch of things or speak out or speak to, mm -hmm. but just in the way that I carry myself, no matter where I am, is just being consistent. Mm -hmm. So being this model of consistency, letting everyone know around me, that person who might be judging me, that I'm okay with whatever's going on, you should be too. Mm. Does, that make, does that make sense? Yes. And does that answer his question? It does. Okay. It does. And I want to um, also like loop back to the statement about kind of like the color thing. For me, I always see color. Mm. And it does matter to me too. And the reason why... It's simply because of, um, and I think it's really just a personal preference, just like yours, um, because I want you to see for me for what I am, for like what you would generally see. What I don't want you to do is prejudge me from that point, mm -hmm. if that makes sense. Right. It's like, I want you to see me for everything that I am, and just because you see that, don't mean you know anything about me. Mm -hmm. Like, take it all in, you know? Just take it all in. Oh, he said he respect that answer. Oh. <laughs> Thanks, bro. Sorry, you caught me a little off guard. <laughs> caught me a little off guard and uh, pretty much a little uncomfortable to begin with. So hitting me with that deep, I was kind of frozen for a second. <laughs> so I needed that, to be, needed that to be broken down a little bit. But thank you for the question. But no, it really, it really does matter. And I think because I, I look at people and I don't, I feel like who you are and what you represent yourself as and who you choose to identify as matters and especially if you know you vocalize that and you just you know you you embody that at all at once so i love stuff like that and right. i think that's that's just how i want people to view me that's just my point on that i think for me as i was coming up or even just like on a day-to-day -day, mm -hmm. i find it easier to not judge people mm -hmm. if, before i know them mm -hmm. if i don't you know, go in there seeing color. You know, like I said, going back, going back to the example with Smitha, sure, anyone could probably guess that Orlando's gay, right? If you're judging him for before even meeting him, mm -hmm. right? But for me, I don't ever want to judge anyone for who they are before I meet them, before I talk to them, before I get to know them, you know? In a row, Sure. Sure, in a I see color. For sure. But it doesn't really click, it doesn't really lock in until, at least just for me, until I get to talking to you and get to know you. Then it's not me being judgy. It's I'm analyzing you, I'm observing you, you're we're on the chopping block, we're shooting the breeze. Now I know. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Yep. Now I know for a fact. Yeah. You know, so for me, just being social, I don't ever look at a person for what they're wearing, color of their skin. I just I'm I'm me with you no matter what. That's lit. You know what I'm saying? No I matter who you are. And that's even in the workplace. I have problems like that in the workplace too because you know for me sure there's like a manager there's an upper there's like a hierarchy but to me you are just Rodney you are Orlando you oh are, hell yeah you know what I'm saying hell yeah and that's just with me oh hell yeah hell yeah um to keep it moving um I do feel like you know when it comes to you know when when it comes to uh, I guess just causes and all those types of things it really, you know, really, the people like really look towards people who 
aren't this kind of like model of blackness. And I keep going back to that. Mm-hmm. And I know that you are a very, you know, person that loves your country, love this country, all these different things. Do you, from a identity standpoint, um, do you think that you see yourself as black first or American first? I see myself as black first, one hundred percent. That's lit. No That's question. Lit. No question about that. That's lit. I agree. I, I see the same way because I think you can't have one without the other. Mm-hmm. Personally, I don't. Uh, I don't believe in the um, kind of like hyphenate, like hyphenated Americans type of thing. What I believe is that it should be, you know, everyone is an American, they just so happen to be this. Right. You know what I'm saying? It ain't like, it shouldn't be like spliced up into this form of like, you have a, you know, Hispanic American, you have a blah, blah American, you have a blah, blah American, then you just, then there's a phrase where they'll throw in there just, this is American and it's just a big white dude. Yeah. And you're like, oh, damn, so. I am, I'm definitely black. And, and it's like, what fucks me up is like, so what What are we? Like barbecue Lay's and they <laughs> goddamn like original flavor. Yeah. Yeah. Like they just regular, yeah. and we got some some something to us, you know what I'm saying? And I, I think that that makes it weird. That makes it kind of crazy to me. Yeah, I'm, and, um, I'm totally with you on that. It makes it very like convoluted, if you ask me. But I, I want to know, like, when it comes to, because I remember, you know, when you uh, we've had like jokes just about certain things, and us hanging around each other, definitely kind of like open our eyes up to certain things. And I want to know, and I want to, you know, ask like kind of open up the floor I remember you saying uh, like just jokingly but I feel like you know every joke always has a little bit of truth in it mm-hmm. and he was like uh, you was like real suspicious of something and you was like telling me about something that you was thinking about you was like damn bro you give me you making me a spook like you yeah 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 and what was that? I don't remember. I can't I remember, remember that situation. But I, I can't. I can't remember what it was. I don't think I can remember what it was. It was just something rare, real random. And I, and I'm definitely that guy. I'm always suspicious of some shit. Yeah, I'm always on conspiracy who, shit. Who to come to? Yeah, I'm gonna be. I'm be. I'm gonna be <laughs> right there, ready, right there with you, ready to fucking theorize on what the fuck really going on. And I want to know is like. Uh, Cause you've you've had like a very very like your surroundings for a large part of your life has been very very a lot of your friends are white a lot of your friends are like you know whatever whatever you got like old basketball buddies that are black whatever whatever mm-hmm. how do you think because they always say that you know the five closest people around you affect who you are right how do you feel like having a very large amount of you know going to a white institution like a predominantly white institution in uh, in Chicago. Mm-hmm. How do you think that's affected your kind of just outlook on life? Uh, I think it definitely opened me up. I'm very thankful for the variety of friends that I have mm-hmm. because like you said, it has made me who I am, but it's helped me grow to be who I am. Mm-hmm. So it's made me, it's actually helped me identify myself. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I have all these people close to me. I have mm-hmm. whatever, Whatever kind of friend you need or want, I, that person is in my circle. Mm-hmm. And in a way, it's helped me, you know, buckle down on who I am as I grow every day. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Every single day, hanging out with you, hanging out with Orlando, hanging out with Jacob, mm-hmm. being in a in trunk club with X, Y, and Z mm-hmm. amount of people. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? It has definitely helped me be who I am. For sure. For sure. Yeah. Do you think, because there's also another conversation that... Um, people who have like a lot of you know, a lot of you know white friends, 
let their white friends, you know, kind of let shit slide when they say something that may be never, like never. mildly offensive, never, whatever, whatever. How, how have you handled that? Being never. like that you have so many, so many white, uh, white friends. They are very respectful. I mean, I am, I, I like to think that I demand respect. Mm-hmm. So even in like a slip up in a song, there's been a couple times that they're right away like, yo, my bad. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's never, it's not funny. It's not, it's not ever okay. It's not like, oh man, it's my wife friend. You can say it. You can, it's never, never. Mm-hmm. Of course you can, you could slip up and say it, but as long, I've always told them, so long as you know I'm in the room, actually acknowledge that you just fucked up. Don't mm-hmm. try to like let it slide. You know, even if you mm-hmm. and the homie say it when I'm not in the room. Just acknowledge that I'm in the room and don't disrespect me. What you know I'm saying? What is like a deal breaker? Like, what's the last straw? Like, I gotta cut this motherfucker off because you obviously a bigot. Uh, ooh, I don't know. I don't. Oh, think have you? Oh, you never, you never dealt with no, that. That's never, beautiful. Never. never. That's beautiful. There was this one situation when I was in Florida. This dude just being drunk and dumb as fuck, and I didn't even have to get at him. You know, my uh, my friends. We're like, yo, get the fuck out. You're, you just kept saying like the N-word, the N-word. The, I don't even say the N-word. You know what I mean? How many times have you, it's maybe less than five times you've heard me actually say the N-word, right? For sure. It's an uncomfortable word for me, just like the B-word. Mm-hmm. Um, so definitely whenever I hear it, it's like a crunching. Oh, which B-word? Yeah. <laughs> I said which B-word. <laughs> Inside joke, go ahead. Oh. It's an inside joke with you, but it's fine. It went over your head. Oh, yeah. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but no, continue, continue. But no, that's that's good that you never had to be yeah, in that situation. Yeah, yeah. Never, never had to be in that situation. Yeah, that, and I'm glad, I'm glad you're saying that because I feel like you're a perfect example of a person, you know. And I'm really, you know, this whole the whole reason for this podcast is kind of like debunk some theories and debunk these like preconceived notions that people have about people and it's like you can be more than just you know you can like more than one type of music you can hang out with just you know a predominantly you know your circle can be a predominantly certain different makeup you know it can be made up of different types of people it can be different it can Mm -hmm. just be different in general and essentially um in general you just need to kind of like just always stay true to you. You know what I'm saying? Protect your own identity. Make sure people respect the identity in your own agency. All those types of things. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's a real vital ass thing that you gotta always do. Yeah, yeah. No matter where you are and what you do, make sure you're the ones who you're the one who kind of like being that person to that be that starter, being that self starter, and being that person who's like inspired yourself. And I'm the one who chose these types mm-hmm. of things. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I know definitely. What's funny? What's that? that? I don't ever. No one really calls me. Calls me out mm-hmm. and, until I'm like, oh, it's the my black friends. Mm-hmm. You know, my white friends are never ever like making. They never even. They never question whether or not I'm black, but they also don't ever say like, yo, you act white. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So it's the act white part where I'm like, or you don't act black. That's the one. That's the one thing where I was like, what, what, what does, does that, that mean? even mean? Mm-hmm. Like, what? Is, what does that mean? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. 
So, sure, love country music, but also my dad loved country music, and mm-hmm. that's why I like country music. And I think that's a you know big part about it. You know what I'm saying? That's a big part of that. My mom, my mom listens to R&B. She loves that solo R&B, so I like R&B. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? I don't just like country music. I like it all. Mm -hmm. But I liked it because my dad, who was black, liked it. Why'd your dad like it? He was a fucking farmer. You know, that's what what he listened to. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mississippi. Yeah. So to me, that's not weird or unblack of me. You know what I mean? Hell yeah. yeah. So it's not until I get around my black friends that it's just like... That just like the jokes come. You know oh yeah, and I, I even you know I'm, I've definitely been on the you know on the front end of, the, of that barrel. Yeah, you yeah. know sometimes to you know shoot those shots at you. Yeah. It is comical, but it's all out of love. Oh for and sure. And I think um, that's why it's like you know it makes sense to do these types of things because I know and I realize and I feel like I'm woke enough to understand. Goddamn it, people are different. Mm-hmm. People are gonna definitely be different. Yeah. Um, and just you know see the world from a different perspective, and I think. Just, you know, having those differences in views is what definitely, you know, creates those conversations that you need. Mm-hmm. Creates the conversations that you gotta have. Yeah. But we getting we getting we getting to the point to where I feel like we should play a great old game to wrap it on up. So I had um I was playing on because I had some like black card revoked, uh like the cards against humanity edition, and I forgot it. I'm sorry. But you know, my handy dandy Googles. Um, came through for me yet again and I'm out here doing it I still can do something I found me some questions at go2quiz.com talking in its title I know black people so people always judge your blackness right so let's really actually put your blackness to the test how many questions in a very comical way I'm, I'm only gonna ask you maybe let me see how much time I'm on I asked you what how many questions you want to be asked what three it's whatever. I'll ask you three to, three to five. I'll stay in that range. Okay, first question. What is the name of the radio station Martin Payne worked in on the WGUP. TV show? Uh-oh. I ain't even let me get to the... Because I got it's multiple choice. What? WZUP, my dear. Okay, 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 okay. Okay. Um. Oh, now this one might be regional. I'm going to skip that one. That one might be a little regional. No, let's, let's hear that one. Okay. Um, a small. No, I'm saying this really might be regional, but if you're asking for a small carton of juice valued at 25 cents, quart of water. Okay. Okay, okay. I think it's funny that you guys are so surprised that I know the answers to these two. I'm your, I'm your, I'm your homie, so it's, it's funny. Yeah. It is funny to me. Okay, okay. What is Fred Sanford's son name on the Ooh, TV show dude. Sanford and Son? I had to take it back on you. Uh, I don't know. I didn't watch that show. The, well, there's a, it's multiple oh, choice. Yeah. Sorry so it's that. Jamal, Ramel, Jermaine, Lamont, Jermaine. Desmond. Is it Jermaine? Or Raheem. So you, your answer is Jermaine? Yeah. Jermaine. It's not Jermaine. What it's is it? it's actually Lamont. For real? Yes. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Uh, okay, keeping it moving. Raheem, that's like a new name, isn't it? Who was the original host of the TV show Soul Train? I need the I need the ones. Clyde Cameroon. Don Cornelius. Don Cornelius. There we go. There we go. Um Song lyrics, Diamond in the Back, Chrome Drop Top, 
digging the scene with the gangster lane. <laughs> Tupac Shakur played the role of what troubled teenager in the movie Juice? Okay. And the answers are Q, Bishop King himself, James Brown, and Steels. Bishop. There you go. That's there the you one, go. That's the one where the meme where the dude's in the elevator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got it. You got it. Shit has me weak all the time. Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. Bobby Brown was originally part of what? No, that's not. That's, they just had the damn movie. That's 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 not it, right. That's not it. New edition. Yeah, that's not it. That's, okay. That is it. But I'm saying that's 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 a bad one. That's easy. Okay, Maxine Shaw, attorney at law, is a character on what famous '90s sitcom? The Fresh Prince of Bel Air, Living Single, Martin, Moesha, Maxine, in it's the house. Single. Let's go, let's go. In the 90s kind of world, I'm glad I got my girls. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, I'll be telling you, I'll be trying to tell y'all. Who is not one of the original kings of comedy? Kings of comedy? That's Steve Harvey. Who are all of them? Cedric the Entertainer. Mm-hmm. Oh. Uh-huh. Ernie Mac, uh-huh. D.L. Hughley. Okay. That's four. You got yeah, it. Yeah. You got it. Um, trying to tell you I'm out here. Direct from <laughs> Chappelle's, direct from Chappelle's show, what is a Lucy? The Chappelle show? Uh, can I have, is that multiple choice? Yeah, but it's the last question, so you got to just answer. What is a Lucy from the Chappelle show? Uh, I give you one hit. Okay. Is it a drug? Is it a white girl? All of those are actual, actually, uh, selections. He's kind of like crude, right? He's like kind of like vulgar, right? He's very vulgar. What is a Lucy? Is it a cop? Can you remember? I like, remember exactly what it is. No, can you remember like a skit, like a the way he said it. It was a game show. Okay. Just like this, kind of like asking you questions. And it was like multiple people who had to answer. What is a Lucy? What is a Lucy? A Lucy is I'm a, a drug. A blowjob. It's a blowjob. Is that your final answer? Yeah. <laughs> it is blow. not. It is not. It is a single cigarette. Oh. And that is I know black people, the quiz. <laughs> Thank you for listening. And um, just is, just because my, you know, my I young- I am a black person. That should be, I am a black person quiz. <laughs> but no, no, um, I really want to thank you. Uh, this is going to be a really cool little edition of episode. I'm glad you contributed what you contributed. You were, you know, vulnerable. You expressed yourself. You came, you shared, you gave us something, gave the people something. You know what I understand? You're out here breaking stereotypes. One country song at the time. I love it. So, what's, what's your favorite country song? Tell tell people. I don't, I don't, tell people I don't, one country song. I don't, I don't personally. One I don't, country song that I don't. You, I don't listen to it. I don't like, listen to it. I don't you, listen you've to heard, it. You heard me playing it. One country song. You don't see my earbuds what? when I when I when I when you put, put that on at work. I'm, I I don't <laughs> like it. I, I I was trust me. I was around it enough. Not to, one to grow song? a to grow a distaste for it. Okay. It's my I, if I had to say an older country song, but they kind of crossed over, and that was uh, a Rascal Flat song. Really? They suck, bro. 
I mean, look, do you, you asked the question. Do you feel they, like it's do you feel like it's not okay for like black guys to listen like to country? country? Yeah. Um and it doesn't have to, to be like to like country? To you can listen to listen it's to It's cool, it. but I think country is kind of weird to me. Mm-hmm. Why just is it weird. Just on the sense of as a genre, it's one of the only genres that's the content of it is so fucking specific to me. Just from the things that I've heard, it's like a certain type of like people talking about a certain type of living, a certain type of is, certain type of ad. It's very, very specific. Mm-hmm. I haven't heard too much like diversity in the lyrics. You either have country love, mm-hmm. country living, mm-hmm. country love, okay, uh, kind of country religious love, country kind of religious or country inspiring, yeah. country just an old country a story told from the tone of a country voice. Mm-hmm. Well, and that's really all I get. And I, I, I just, it's just, I don't relate. That's all. Okay. That's and all. rap music is not like that? I don't think so. Really? I mean, we look at, we have Hamilton. Okay, that's fair. I'm just saying, like, we have know. we have a whole play essentially depicting the forefathers in rap form. Right. You don't think that they could be, they could do that in any music genre? Of course. I just, I'm saying, I, oh, I haven't yeah, heard yeah, yeah. it. Okay. I haven't heard it. Okay. It hasn't been, no, I guess, no precedence for me okay. to say that it's, that's why it's that diverse. So you say you can't relate to country? I personally can't. It's it's storytelling. Mm-hmm. So no matter what your story is, I feel like there's a song in any genre that you can relate to. So what about country music can't you relate to? It's more so the sound. Okay. It's more so the sound, too. Okay. Sound is a real big part of it. I could probably relate to the stories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some of the stories, but the sound is... It's it's just like all all things like for it to be R and B has to sound a certain way. For it to be rap has to sound a certain way. For it to be country, it has to actually sound a certain way. The sound of country, I don't think I have a taste for it for real. I don't have the palate for stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's just that's that's just me though. That's interesting. That's yeah. that's exactly how I feel though about rap music. And most, that's most of the time. And that's that's a that's a good Especially argument. Especially like the new the new stuff. That's a good just argument. Like, just like Fuck bitch, like drugs, like stuff. I'm just like, nah. Nah, nah, trust I me. Can't, trust I can't me. Do I, it. I completely understand. You know completely understand. But it is what it is. It's all listen to what y'all want to listen to. Mm-hmm. And if Kendall hasn't shown you this, listen to what the hell you want to listen to. Whatever's relatable to you. Yeah, yeah. Do what you want to do because you are you. Everyone who is listening, I hope you got something great from this conversation. I want to thank Kendall for welcoming to his humble abode to record this with him. Um, shout out to everyone who was on um, uh, Instagram Live just now. Shout out for uh, Stretch for you know giving us that question in the midst of the conversation, just being a part. And I'm gonna keep this going. I'm gonna keep doing this. I got a shout out. Uh, what's your Instagram, bro? Uh, K underscore Greasy. Follow him at K underscore Greasy. Actually, I have a, now just created my own uh, a new Instagram page just for the the podcast itself, and that's at the Simply King Pod. P O D. And um, so definitely follow that, follow that, follow that right now, right now, right now. And um, make sure y'all check out all of my previous episodes. Thanks for everyone who, you know, 
love the Hurt Bay episode. It was doing hella numbers. Let's go ahead and keep that going. Keep keep that growing. Gains, gains all day. Grind 22K17. Let's go. Be positive. Be optimistic. Be out here making power moves. If you don't know now, you know you can listen to Simply King Podcast on everything from SoundCloud to Apple Music to uh, Google Play, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher Radio app. I'm on the podcast in color directory as well as I'm a part of the Second Wind Collective right here in Chicago, which is a, a network of podcasts. And that's a, uh, definitely check out that um uh, website that's coming out soon. If you want to know what I'm doing, check me out at lifeisking.com. Thank you for listening. This is Simply King. Thank y'all. Thank y'all. Uh, ooh, fresh out the bed. Uh, ooh, count out the dead. Uh, ooh, fresh out the bed. Uh, ooh, count out the dead. Uh, ooh, fresh out the bed. Uh, ooh, count out the dead. Uh, ooh, fresh out the bed. Uh, ooh.